Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Meetings continue to go on between the Eagles and their head coach, but they lost on Monday night. He's still the head coach now. And so the signs continue to point to Nick Sirianni returning, nothing official, conversations ongoing. There are expected to be changes on the defensive side of the football. But right now, Nick Sirianni still has a job, and it's trending to staying that way. Sorry, Joe. Yeah, I need those sorries. Welcome on in. It is the Midday Show. Hugh Douglas, Joe Giglio, 215-592-9494. Kyle Quinn behind the glass on a Monday after Division Around weekend. And as we await official declaration Though it sounds like we're trending towards Sirianni coming back. Good morning, Hugh. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Philly. Hey, man, keep y'all, the bicycle riders, keep y'all ass off the, uh, the street, man. Get your ass on the sidewalk. Sidewalks for bicycle riders, says Hugh, and we say good morning on a Monday. And look, Hugh, I like the story of the NFL this week. We'll get to the games and, and setting up title game weekend. Lions and the Niners and the Chiefs and the Ravens, but Boy, we Detroit Lions fans, woo! though, man, good, good for them. Google. I feel yeah, good for that city. For them, man. Yeah, congrats. I do feel good for them. It's been a long time. I don't feel good for us though, because we're trending towards Sirianni coming back. And oh, he coming back. Yeah, well, it here's, feels like he coming back. Here's what it feels like. It feels like the spin from the Eagles is going to be Sirianni with two new coordinators. Everything's okay. We'll we'll put some paint on the walls here. Yes, and we'll and the house will be fine. Yes, and I don't like it. I, I'm not okay with this, guys. The idea that he's coming back here to be the head coach—that's where we're trending with two new coordinators. It, it strikes me as a half-hearted measure. Like you're halfway towards not taking away what he does here because you're giving all the power to these coordinators anyway, and you're delaying the inevitable because I think we've seen this guy is not a great football coach. And and what worries me about this is I just find it hard to have continuity. We did this last year where they had really good coordinators, good hires, whether it was Howie or it was Nick choosing his own guys, whatever. They had Steichen and they again, and then they ran away to become head coaches because they were good. Mm-hmm. Well, if they get new coordinators or any good, there's a real chance they'll become head coaches, and then we're in this boat again. I want continuity. I want to have a three-, four-, five-year run with this group, and I think it's hard to do that when you're constantly changing coordinators. It feels to me like a half-hearted measure. I don't get it. I'm not okay with it. Hugh, if Sirianni's back with two new coordinators, are you all right with it? It all depends on who the two coordinators are, but to, to answer your question flat out, Joe, yes, I, I, have no, I have to have no problem with it. I think that they feel that if they go out and get the right two guys, because it's all predicated on if they get the right sure. two guys. Sure, yeah, it's a big part of it. And, and I'm pretty sure with, with your concerns about them potentially leaving to go somewhere else, it's probably going to be two guys that are probably going to be more 
settled or, or more veteran and don't have aspirations of being head coaches. Or maybe, you know, you go the route of, of getting guys that have had, you know, a chance to be a head coach, but that's not really what they're suited for. Maybe they'll go that route. But the bottom line is this. I think that they feel that with everything that's swirling around this team, that Coach Sirianni wasn't the biggest issue that was going on with this football team. And that's one of the main reasons why he's looked at the way that he's looked at. Not so much as a, a guy that's a scapegoat, but it's like, you know, he just caught a bad break, I guess. I guess that's the way they're kind of looking at it. Like, he just caught a bad break. Well, they could look at it like that. They could. And, and, and they could look at it like he's not the problem here. I look at it as he's in charge of the coaching staff, and the coaching staff wasn't good enough down the stretch. I mean, and he's got to take responsibility for that. It's not just, hey, it's my coordinators. And, Hugh, you brought up an interesting idea there, that maybe they'll bring in guys that are a bit, little bit later in their career so they don't have as much head coaching aspiration or they won't be hot names, right? Like Steichen and Gannon were young, so then they did well, and they became hot names in the coaching market. You may be right. But my thing with that is then are you really getting the best coordinator? Sometimes it works out. Like Steve, I think so. Steve Spagnuolo worked out for Andy, right? He was yeah. a head coach, failed at it, but he's obviously a tremendous defense coordinator. But I wonder, are you really getting the best guys? Because if I want the best possible young offensive coordinator or just offensive coordinator, if I'm, a, I'm afraid they're going to leave to become a head coach, then I'm like, am I really getting the best guy? I think it's a weird scenario to set it up where he's got to hire two new coordinators. And by the way – there was a story, Ralph Bacchiano from Fox Sports wrote this weekend that the, the thought is that Sirianni could come back, may come back, but he's got to fire both coordinators, get rid of both coordinators. And if we're doing that, it's like, man, is, he really, is it really his staff if he's forced to fire these coordinators? I think it is. I think he's going to have some input. I think there's going to be a, a template, if you will. Like, you're probably not going to – be able to go the same route that you went last time because I think that, that that's somewhat of a, a, a failed experiment. I don't think it's going to be a young coordinator. I think it's going to be somebody that has a little bit more seasoning in the NFL game. I would not be surprised. Like the name that I've been hearing a lot, of, a lot about, and I mentioned the name last week in Les Frazier, Leslie Frazier. Mm-hmm. He's a guy that's been a head coach and a defense coordinator. Uh, I, I think it's got to be a name that's going to get Eagles fans excited. Wing Martindale excites me. The name, the just the name, sure. and, and and what he would, what we saw firsthand, blitzing, yeah, what he did. I think that excites Eagles fans. Now, as far as offenses are concerned, that's still kind of up in there because we we don't know what the what the exact issue was with our offense. We're still trying to figure that out, and we know that there's a relationship between Jalen Hurts and Coach Johnson. We know that there's an established relationship there. So I think it has to be something that is going to get this Eagle fans excited or get this Eagles fan base, I should say, excited about having Coach Sirianni back. And the only two things that can do that are two guys that when Eagle fans hear their name, they know their body of work and they're comfortable with that. Yeah, and, then, and look, there may be some names out there, and there are some names out there that could be interesting candidates. We'll get to those as the show goes on today. But I just wonder what the point of Sirianni is if you're just giving him all these coordinates. Like, what is his role here? He's a motivator. But they, he, they didn't, he didn't motivate them down the stretch to play yeah, well. Weird. I kinda... just I wonder what he does well to keep his job. Motivator. I, but he didn't motivate them. right? So CEO, right, in charge of the game. I don't think they're great within the game. He got, he got totally schooled by Jonathan Gannon in that fourth quarter of that game against the, the – Arizona Cardinals. Motivation not there. 
They quit down the stretch. Like what? I'm questioning the point of Sirianni if you have to give him two people to to prop him up. It's like weekend at Bernie's, but a coach. A dead coach on the sideline, and we're propping him up and holding him up. What's the point of lame the coach? Duck, lame duck walking, lame well, duck walking. There's also that aspect of it. I, I'm curious, and I know the PR would be bad for the Eagles. Do they extend Sirianni's contract, or are they just going to let it play out? I mean, Doug Peterson got an extension after he went to the Super Bowl. Sirianni's never got a new contract, so we're just going to play this thing out? I think that's probably what you're going to look at. Oh, because great. I think, there's that a lot. I think that there's a lot that's in play here, because you still can't I think that one of the issues is and why he's still here as a coach is because you really can't – when we talk about this team, and if you're being honest with yourself, we can't really pinpoint where the problem was. I can. You know, you're, no, you're speculating, no, I, but No, I can. The, their defense was bottom of the league. Oh, I thought you was about to say it was the coach's fault. But with, I don't he, give a shit. He's in charge of this. The <laughs> defense was bad, and the quarterback went backwards. The defense did regress. And the one thing that I noticed – this weekend, if you're being real, realistic with yourself, Eagles fans, you looked at this weekend. There ain't no way if we'd have got past this second, if we'd have got past Tampa Bay Buccaneers, we could have competed with any of those teams. The that Lions played this would have put up forty yesterday. <laughs> Fifty competed because the way those defenses played this weekend, baby, them cats came to play. They did. Those they... corners came to tackle, and like the the biggest thing that stuck out to me was really how how much of a struggle it was. For yards after the catch. Like, it was a struggle because guys were yep. coming up and they were contesting throws, and, and when you made it, they were tackling immediately. And I'm like, no, nah, we, we ain't got that kind of squad on the back end. We, we don't have that kind of squad. Yeah, no, we don't. No, we don't. They got a lot of work to do there. 215-592-9494. We'll go to the phone lines here in a second. I just look at the CEO kind of coaches that win in the NFL, and I think it's really hard for those guys to sustain it because they lose their coordinators. They're always playing the coordinator shuffle. J- John Harbaugh is probably the best CEO coach going right now, and and he's had some ups and downs because he had to change coordinators. If you're not calling the plays on one side, it's not easy to sustain it. And Hell to of just, a motivator too, though, man. John, John Harbaugh, right? Yeah. Yeah, Sirianni's not even close to him. He's as a motivator or a game planner. He's not in his class. I mean, he's just—he's just not. I—I I, I think the Eagles, if they keep Sirianni and try to just surround him with good coordinators, are delaying the inevitable here. Kyle, before we go to the phone line, Sirianni back with two new coordinators. Would you be okay with it? No. I, no. So I, I, you guys talking right there was reminding me of I was watching a TV series Fargo, and in the in the one episode. So this guy has a lawyer, and he's supposed to be like fixer guy. Everything's hitting the fan, and he looks at his lawyer, and he's like, what is the point of you? Like, you're supposed to be fixer. It's, this is how I feel about Nick Sirianni. I don't know what the point of Motivator. Nick Sirianni is. He's like, motivating what? Dallas Goddard came on this show and said they didn't try. We just watched uh, a bunch of games, however many games over this weekend. Four, and yeah. Those were teams that looked motivated. I yeah, didn't they looked, see. They looked, man, it was, yeah. it was different. It, it this, was different. This was not a motivated football team over the last I month of the season. I saw some hungry individuals out there playing this weekend. Some yeah, real yeah. I saw, yeah, I did. Too, and I saw a dead team last Monday night. It's just the opposite Roll of over. what the Eagles look like. So, uh, and the one thing, like, uh, if we're going to talk about uh, the, the salvaging this offense, salvaging the quarterback, I think a big thing has to be continuity with Jalen Hurts. And if we're going to go through this coordinator carousel where we have a, a, a hot new offensive coordinator and he gets poached up, we're not going to have any court, uh, any continuity with the coach, or sorry, yeah, with the coach and the quarterback. So, 
I would like to. I would much rather have a head coach who owns his offense, commands his offense, and then we'd be able to get continuity that way. I just don't know what the point of Nick Sirianni. Would you like is. me to speculate further why Coach Sirianni is here? Sure, because I I feel like this is why this is this process has taken as long as it's taken. I feel like before the wheels fell off this wagon, like there was a lot of confidence in Coach Sirianni. Obviously, that that's the case. I think that. Going into this season, there were a lot of question marks about the quarterback and his leadership abilities. And I feel like with those stories being leaked out as early as like, what, week four, week five, where there started to be little, you know, stories coming out about how Jalen Hurts is not the leader that they would like him to be, how they would like him to be more at the forefront of everything like Mm. that. I feel like that's part of the reason why they're not putting it all on Coach Sirianni. Because a quarterback, like at the end of the day, there's only so much control that Coach Sirianni is going to have from the sideline. The quarterback has to be the vocal leader and the guy that really leads, is the leader of men, I, I should say. Coach Sirianni is like the guy that's going to be back there. And he's going to put you in the right direction and point the boat on the right path. But the quarterback has to be the guy that leads the squad. That's why I feel like this is such a hard decision for, for Mr. Lurie to make because of that factor there. There were a lot of rumblings coming out early on how people wished that Jalen would be more of a, of, of, of a guy that was at the forefront and said a whole lot more. Stories coming out now that Buddy was aloof, and when he got paid, he got even more aloof. Yeah, those are out there, and we'll get to it. It, it feels like deja vu here in Philadelphia with a Joe Santaliquito article. We'll get to all that and the Jalen Hurts stuff. And, Hugh, you may be right on that, 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 that maybe they look at it as, as Hurts' decline or regression as both a leader and a player contributed more to where they are than just Sirianni. And I say, what does Sirianni do to deserve to keep the job? Like, it's not so much was it all his fault. I'll, I'll agree it probably wasn't all his fault. He did, I mean, he doesn't build the defense. He's an offensive guy. I just here's my last thing on this. I I'm okay giving a young coach or manager in baseball time to evolve and figure it out. If I believe there's greatness there, do you really think there's greatness as a coach with Nick Sirianni? I think there's something there. I think yes. there's possible goodness. I n- I've never felt greatness when I watch Nick Sirianni. <laughs> he could be good. I mean, you put the right coordinators around, they could win. They did last year. The quarterback plays well. Like, what's the the upside though? Like, I don't think we have the next great NFL coach here, so just get him out and get someone I new. Think, I think there's something good there. And good, it, it is but funny. goodness. <laughs> not, you do need this greatness. Goodness. I think that there's something great there. Woo! And the unfortunate part about all of this is that everything that we endeared ourselves to about Coach Sirianni right now is working against him. The the his His press conferences and some of the goofy stuff that he says – his antics on the sideline. The first part of being smart is knowing what to do. All of that right now. Because it's amazing to me. Like, I, as I sit here and I think about the last couple of months, we love this man for his, uh, you know, his in-your-face attitude and telling people, back up off me, I know what I'm doing and all that other stuff. Even when he was going up the tunnel. Now, when he was going up the tunnel against the Kansas City game, he told the fans to be quiet. I thought that was a little bit over the top. It was. <laughs> and, and you saw the PR guys. It was, ah, that's a little bit too much, Coach. All that's working against Coach Sirianni right now. Of course it is. It's working against him yeah, right now. Yeah, because it rubbed people the wrong way. They, they come back when times are bad. It's really just one question the organization needs to ask themselves. It's not about what he did, whether he was in the Super Bowl two years ago, whatever. It's can he fix this? I think it's pretty I, I think I, it's obvious I, that no, they feel like he can. Well, he's shown me nothing over this last 
this season, this last month, to, to say that he is the guy that can get this fixed. I think it's way more likely for Nick Sirianni that he comes back and is fired at the end of next year than gets him to a Super Bowl ever again. I mean, that's just the way I feel right now. Bruce is in D.C. up first this morning on the Midday Show. Hey, Bruce. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm number one. Good number morning, one. Kelly. You're the leadoff hitter. The leadoff hitter today, Bruce. Uh, what are you feeling, buddy? Yes. I'm, all right. Awesome. I, I like that role. Um, yeah. Hey, uh, great, great discussion. Um, you know, I, I, hey, like I said, I, I've said this before. I, as, as a 22-year military war vet, retired now, um, you know, one of the things that we have, and, and football is a lot like, uh, organizing and, and, and executing a mission. It's not that much different. Um, and one of the things that we will often say is, you know, the absence of good leadership um, results in mission failure. This is the same thing with Sirianni. Uh, and, and, and one of the things that, that, that was already said is that, okay, you, you know, he, 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 he deserves some success. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, when they were winning – you really got to see the other side of him, the lack of emotional uh, and strategic maturity that he faces as his inexperience because and the team was in crises, and this is the thing I can't wrap myself around. It is, it is, you really get to know a good leader when things go wrong. And he was unable to fix and come up with a strategy. A good coach will you know, make those adjustments. We saw some of that in yesterday's uh, games. They come up with a game plan. And he kept saying, oh, we're going to fix this, we're going to fix this. Well, oh, if I, if I was going to fix the problem now, I, I would have figured it out. No, he is part of the problem. And what's going to happen is that we're going to keep – even if we get good coordinators, we're going to go into next season, we're going to have to rebuild the defense. We got even pieces on the offense. Let's say, for example, they don't keep swift. You know, um, uh, we, we got adjustments that we, we, might, we, know, we might not have agents. Do we honestly believe – that even with the corners, uh, that uh, Sirianni is going to be able to put together and formulate a strategy for his team to execute the mission. Hell no. That's not going to happen. Okay? He is part of the problem, and we're going to have a wasted season, probably mediocre at best. We're not going to be able to fix the issues with Jalen because of his disconnect. Jalen needs to be coached up. He needs to have – a coaching staff to include the head coach that gets him to the side and says, okay, these are the things, sit down in the room, uh, in, 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 in the, uh, in the film, film room and, and go over some of these things. And even in the practices, you need to change that. Philosophy. Of course. I mean, because Bruce, you're, Bruce, you're right. What, what, I think the way you said it there is, is correct. Like he, he had a chance to fix this thing and rescue it in the middle of the season. And he just let it go off the rails. And it's like, now we're just like, well, he had bad coordinators. Well, well, all right, then what is his role here? That's like, what's the point right. of Sirianni? And Bruce, we appreciate, always appreciate the phone call. It's almost like we're diminishing what he does. It's just his coordinators. What does he do? I think, I think part of the part of the issue is, and I'm speculating again. And and that was a great, you know, rant about you know being a leader and all this other stuff. I think sometimes as leaders, we put too much trust in the guys that that we've worked with. Mm. And I will say this about Jalen. And again, I don't know this to be true, but there was something that happened. From the time that Jalen became the guy that almost beat Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl to the time that Jalen became $255 million quarterback, something changed. Now, I said going into the season, there's going to be some adversity. That might be a financial adversity, 
what I mean by that, folks, is you know the guy got paid. His off season is different. His his uh. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. His availability is at an all-time high. Like, people want to be around Jalen. Like, his circle has changed drastically. So for a young man in a situation that he's in who who normally in a situation like the one that he would have been in in the previous offseason, your time is cut. Your time is diminished because you have more engagements that you have to do. You have to build your brand. And he did a tremendous job of doing that. Even his social circle has changed. Can you imagine some of the women before they find they found out that Jalen had a girlfriend that were potentially sliding into his DMs and things of that nature. That I don't know any young man in his position that could maintain that focus. And when you look at it, there's only a few quarterbacks that have done what Jalen has done that have come back in the, the second season, the season after they've gotten paid and had a stellar season. It ain't a whole lot of guys that have done that. Well, so there's a lot of pressure on him. Yeah, and that's all here. I, you're right, and it's it's wonderful. Also, I don't care. I know I, you don't. I but mean, it's like, a part I, of it. No, I'm not saying I don't care. Your point. It's an interesting point. I he, he's got to be better. He he does. But Joe, that's a hard uh, well, thing to then, do. Then maybe they shouldn't have paid him. Just think about it like this. Who who was uh who was your who was your crush before you married your lovely wife? Who did you have? Like a crush on that was a celebrity. Yes, na- oh, I was gonna say na- name them. Please. Yeah, name this he don't person. Have to name out there. Wait, wait, there. Uh, don't, don't, don't. Like a celebrity crush. Celebrity crush. You mean I don't know? Before I was married, Britney yeah. Spears. Sure, Britney Spears. F- fine. Yeah. Just say all of a sudden. I mean, when I was thirteen. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Just say I mean, that was my wheelhouse. Just say all of a sudden, you become. The face of the franchise here for the Eagles, and all of a sudden, Britney Spears. I'm just using this as an example. It's a good one. Yeah, she just starts sliding the DM, talking about, "Hey, Joe, you know, congratulations. Hey, c- come to Vegas, hang out with me at the Sphere." Sounds like you're putting your <laughs> mind into the one my that reality. Said, I didn't say no, Britney I know, Spears. I know. He said Britney Spears. Yeah, and I'm obviously, just saying. it'd be a distraction. It's yeah. a it's a huge distraction. But that's the goes with the job. First, per, prime example: Travis Kelsey, star. You know, hanging out with Taylor Swift. Yeah. He had a bad stretch 
Did score two touchdowns yesterday. Yes, he did. Yeah. Yesterday. Yes. But he had a bad – it's the same thing, man. It's a distraction. But guess what? As the head coach, you got to manage all this stuff yes, and it, get your team to a it, high level. And, and and he worked through that. Let's let Jalen work through this. I'm Jalen, I'm letting Jalen work through and it. And let Nick Sirianni help no, him. No, Nick can, Nick can watch on TV like let the rest Nick, of us. <laughs> watch MTV? Really? Watch on TV. I thought you said MTV. Is MTV like, still a thing anymore? I don't know. I don't no, he barely. can watch – he can watch on television like I do. 215-592-9494. That's how you hop in. It feels like we're trending towards Sirianni back. With oh, he's two, coming back, With man. two new coordinators. Are you okay with this? I mean, oh. I'm not. I, I went down kicking and screaming on Friday, and now I'm just I'm just not okay with this. Hugh is, we'll get to all your phone calls after break. Are you all right with this? And Ian Rapport and Mike Garofalo had the latest on what's going on with the coordinator changes and what names should we have, keep an eye on as the Eagles already – Got to sigh out of here. I guess that was the weirdest soft firing of all time. And we already knew he was fired. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, they, they fired him two months ago. But they need a new defensive coordinator. We'll give you some of the latest names out there. And, of course, your phone calls. 215-592-9494. Midday Show. Sports Radio 94 WIP. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.